Welcome to season six of Community. Uganda has one of the youngest populations in the world, and we at SeedSource are cognizant of this fact. So, for the next three months, we will feature young people between the ages of 16 and 35 who are rallying time, talent, and treasure to solve problems and push social agenda in their communities. Good afternoon, good morning, good evening from wherever it is that you're listening to us. This afternoon, we are very, very excited to have Gino Ndiko, who's, who's going to be our guest. Gino, tell us about yourself. Help us uh, appreciate who you are, what it is that you give to, and, and what, what inspired you to start? What, what, what is your motivation to start this journey of giving? Thank you. My name is Gino Biko. I currently am in my senior four vacation. I'm 17 years old. I started... Gino, when you say senior four, so that, that's grade... 10, I think. 10, yes, that's grade 10. I'm 17. I can't exactly find the right word to describe. If it was, it's only one word I can't describe. I can't find the right word to describe myself. But for sure, I love giving. I'd say that my mother introduced me to giving because she's a very generous person. But personally, I started giving at school. Like we have this period between lessons at around 10 at school called break time. Now, usually you'd have like a light snack to carry you on throughout the day. But some people cannot afford that and they go hungry and it really affects their attention span and their learning capability during lessons. So I put aside some money so that I can go and buy something for them to eat. Or I could spare some of the snacks that I already have. And yeah, just share with them because sharing is scary. Yeah, that's like a small introduction to me. Great. First, um, first of all, Gino, I think you are our first teen on on the on the pod on this season of the podcast. So we we really appreciate you sharing your story with us. So, um, Gino, what are the, the some of the the spaces where you've 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 given to outside of sharing your meals with with fellow students? Uh, um, are there other spaces outside of school where you have you've been giving? And if there are, please tell us about. Ah, uh, yes, there are. Sometime last year, I think around this time. I got my money that I saved from school. You know, I saved money at school and I used it to buy a couple, a few kilograms of sugar for the less privileged people in my community because these people have, they are really badly affected by the pandemic and the things that we take for granted, like sugar, salt, those were things that they hadn't seen in a long time because of the COVID situation in Uganda. So I used my money that I saved from school and I bought sugar for them. I walked in the neighborhood and I distributed it uh, along with a gentleman, the local council chairperson. Yeah, he helped me and he introduced me to these people. And it was a really nice experience because I got to understand even more of their problems. Like some of them have houses in the swamp. And sometimes they flood and they have nowhere to sleep. Besides that, me and a friend, her name is Paula Boger. 
we decided that we would start a project for girls in the neighborhood who mm. do not have enough money to buy sanitary towel. So some of these girls, I had already met them when I was distributing sugar. So they came to my home, young people came to my home and we discussed them because they're, they're like our age. Okay, coming from more or less well-off family, most children don't get to know what other people are going through. It's different. Okay, it takes different when you see it personally. So they came to my home, they told us about their problems. Sometimes they miss school because they don't have sanitary towels or they use unhygienic means to help them with their menstrual cycles. I also read somewhere in the, a newspaper where some girls engage in sexual intercourse so they can get sanitary towels. So it's a really, it's a hard knock life, it's a hassle. So we decided to teach them how to make usable sanitary towels. And, but we also gave them the ones that are not usable. And they left extremely happy, I can say. I was extremely happy. And I also got to know new friends in my community. But sadly, one of them called Brenda, you know how I told you that they build their houses in the swamp and they flood. Yeah, her house got flooded. And yeah, my prayers are with her. I pray that the Lord finds a way and then lastly earlier this year i went to a foundation it says a foundation it deals with collecting money for children who have cancer or other diseases like that children women the elderly the men but it mainly focuses on children so i went there and the children they told me their stories and it's really touching because they are extremely hopeful I, even though sometimes some children die, it's extremely touching because they're extremely hopeful because they need to get the money somehow for that treatment. If not, chemotherapy is not cheap and most of these children are not exactly well off or privileged. So I was extremely glad to spend a day with them. I served them food. I was very, very happy. I donated some masks to them because there's a COVID period. Everyone needs masks. And I also... Give them some money for my the money that I saved at school as well. Yeah, so far that's what I have done. You know, you live a busy life. <laughs> You're busier than me, than some adults that I know. This is this is this is awesome for our more senior. And by senior, I mean people who are maybe 35, 35 and over. You know, used a phrase there. It hits different. So that's I think that that means the the effects are or the way you experience something is a bit different if you if you're immersed in it as opposed to if you're not right is that what that phrase means i'm one of yeah. those seniors uh, the ones who are over 35 so <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's what it means okay okay great so uh, do you know like i said you really do sound like you are involved in 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 your community and and i like that you mentioned a friend so for me already that that communicates partnership it means that you are you're not a lone ranger you're not doing you're not doing these activities by yourself um what 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 is it like getting other people on board or what is it like getting your friends or your family to to come along with you to solve an issue that you've identified in your community well sometimes it's easy sometimes it's difficult because other people are also busy but when you explain it to them and how we can help other people it's really worth it and it's also much more fun when you're doing it with friends you'll also find out that 
you'll be much more productive because personally, I'm an introvert. And that friend that I talked about, Paula Bogere, she's an extrovert. She was like the bridge between me and these girls who needed their hope. I would say that in order to get people's attention such you can help them, I don't know if this is a wrong observation, but people need to see something as if more than once that they are inspired to hope. Okay, okay, especially during this time, when people post something on their WhatsApp status to announce that someone needs money for, let's say, a surgery or a treatment, it's more likely to have a greater effect if more and more people post it on their WhatsApp status that it captures their attention and they are willing to hope. Like, for example, for the SESA Foundation, when I came home, my teacher, called Mr. Edward Sechewa, he talked about it on a WhatsApp group. And yeah, this spread the word. And I, I really asked my friends to put, even though they couldn't donate anything, I just asked them to post it on their status so that even other people who might not know, but who have the money can donate. Yeah, so I think like repetitive advertising that it gets in people's heads that this is a serious issue is one way we can get more people to hope. But getting people to hope is it's fun. It's not it's not a burden. It's fun and I'm really glad when people join me. You know, I'm I really enjoy working in a team. Awesome. And I know that really with 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 giving and philanthropy, sometimes it can feel like you are on a journey by yourself. And so when you when there are other people willing to to come along, it 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 does lighten the load, but it also means that your giving goes a lot, a lot, a lot further. If you have 50 people giving 10,000 shillings, for example, it it's that goes a lot further than if you had two uh giving 10,000 shillings or even 1,000. Um so it's it's great, it's great that you are you are involving other people in in even just different ways. There are those who you're asking to post on social media, on their social media uh, platforms. There are those who you're going with, like your friend Paula. So I really do like that uh, this journey of giving for you involves other people. You mentioned something about social media. And right now, I think you you really, it's a tool to harness. It's a tool to harness. And I like that you're talking about using WhatsApp statuses. And your observation, I think, is very, very right that when in your phone book or in your WhatsApp, um, in your WhatsApp contacts, if you see the same thing repeatedly on people's statuses, it it, re- it will capture your attention as opposed to if just one person posted it. So have you have you have you used social media a lot? I know you've 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 previously requested friends to 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 share, but is that a tool? Is it a tool that you use often? Uh yes, it is. Though. I would say that personally, I'm not that big on social media because there's a point in time when you can get toxic. But if you use it for the right means, yeah, then I use it a lot. Like when it comes to getting people to donate to our cause, or maybe if, if, it, if it's a serious issue, I use it a lot. And I I really pester my friends that they can also post it on their status. So that it can, as you said, grab the attention of others. It's a really big tool and you can tap into it so that we can get, we can spread the word, we can get more people to know about this. And with time, it will have a massive ripple effect. I'm sure of that. 
Awesome, awesome. So what does the future look like for, for Gino? What are, what are your hopes and dreams around, around giving? I know you're in high school at the moment, but you know you won't be in high school forever. So what are your hopes and dreams for, for your giving? I'm about to start school. I'm going to United World Colleges in Arusha, Tanzania, and I'm going to study IB. IB is uh, International Baccalaureate. Forgive me if I've mispronounced it. So one of the things I love about this curriculum is that it emphasizes on giving back to the community. So in this curriculum, I know that I'm going to build on my on several ways to give back to the community. Could not be through money. But just spending time in the community because also that being an anthropologist also involves just giving back your time to the community. So yeah, I'm, I'm really excited to join this new curriculum. With time, I also hope to start a charity organization that mainly deals with empowering women and helping women through their battles because I'm a very strong and proud feminist. Okay, the right kind of feminist because feminism has been is a word that has been misused of late. I am the right kind of feminist. I don't put men down, but I want to push the women who are not treated equally. I just want to push them up. Okay. We wish you all the best with school and enjoy Tanzania. I I did my university in, in, in Tanzania. So you will you will you will enjoy it. I think Arusha is a very serene and beautiful place. So have 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 a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful time at, at, at school. We wish you all the very, very best with, with that program, but also with your plans to engage and be part of, of the community in Arusha. Again, you will you will you will enjoy it. You will enjoy getting to know the people there and working together with them to, to ad- identify and ad- uh, ad- address and advance whatever it is that they, you know, is a concern for them in, in, in that space. Good luck. Good luck with your, with your passion for women and children. More power to you as you engage, on, as you engage and, and, and get into that journey to start a charity. Gino, do you have any last words before we end? If we forget everything else that you've said today, what is it that you'd like us to keep keep at the top of our minds, even as we take this journey of giving and, and building our communities through our giving? First of all, I'd like to thank you for the invitation. If I was to say one thing, okay, this is mainly for the children out there. Okay, the teenagers my age, you're never too young, you're never too busy to make a positive impact in anyone's life. Just do your best to make someone smile that day. Thank you, Gino. Thank you, Gino. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you for being an inspiration in your generation. It's, it's, it's not something that we take for granted here at Sipsos because, like I said, you represent a huge percentage of the national population. We appreciate you. We salute you. We encourage you. We are rooting for you. And we say good luck and, and God bless as you, pursue, uh, as you pursue your giving. At the end of this season, Sipsos will be hosting our annual gathering of givers on 30th of September. You are all invited.